0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show, the Empowered Practice Podcast, where we have conversations about our own health and healing journeys, mind, body, and spirit, and the tools and the resources and the conversations that have been most supportive to us in that endeavor. I'm so honored to be your host, J.D. Ingalls, health coach, yoga and meditation teacher, and perpetual seeker and student of life. Let's get on to the show. Hi everyone, I'm so excited to welcome you back to season three of the empowered practice podcast and to this allies with your body series with Tony So today we're really excited to just introduce ourselves and to share a little bit about our own menstrual journeys and stories And to give you a brief overview of what you can expect from this series so first um, tony 's a repeat guest. she was on last season and she shared all about the chakras, which you guys loved so i'm so excited to have her back and I just want to hand the the mic over to Tony and she can kick it off for us
1: yeah, perfect so again I am tony parks i 'm an integrated nutrition health coach um, wellness coach, intuitive guide, and just an all around woman that wants to help other women feel special and good. I'm so excited about this series, so excited about helping other women feel comfortable in their skin and to feel comfortable with things that are natural for them, which so many things in society, whether it be media of our family or jokes or whatever, kind of tell us to feel bad about something that we have to deal with every 28 days. You know, so it's time to feel good about our bodies. Um, For sure, my mission is to change the narrative around the menstrual cycle, to change Mm -hmm. it to that special little place of power that we all feel, but kind of afraid to express sometimes because we've been told that we shouldn't feel good about bleeding. We shouldn't feel good about having to go slower. Or things of that nature, or we shouldn't feel good about the the high point of the cycle when we're feeling vibrant, sexual, you know, mm-hmm. aggressive, loud, you know, ready to show the world. We should be proud of all of these experiences. Um, and I want to share when I was I just can never forget it. When I was little, I was so looking forward to getting my period, <laughs> which. I didn't understand at the time because all my other friends were like, oh my gosh, what, what will happen when we get it? I'm so scared. What am I going to do? Can I work this? And I'm just like, I can't wait. And I just really didn't know why. But something about um, bleeding once a month felt powerful to me. And I was so proud to tell my mom that day that my period started and she's like are you sure i'm like "Uh uh-huh i'm telling you it was the smallest amount of blood (laughs) (laughs) it really was not that much but you know what it was mine i knew it and i felt so ready for what the world was bringing to me what this universe was bringing to me from within from with inside of my body Um, I did start my period early. Um, I was 10 years old, and my mom started hers early as well, eight years old, and my oldest sister eight as well. So early periods in our family. Um, And so it's something I've been dealing with for most of my life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Majority of my life,
0: yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Ooh, I love that. And one thing that you shared um, with me was that you feel best when you're on your period, oh. which is a phrase, right, that we don't hear very often.
1: I Oh, yes, yes, yes. I absolutely feel the most powerful when my period is on. And um, though my body seems like the weakest, it's something about just feeling my uterus and my body it's it's it feels like it's just heavy with knowledge for me Mm. um and even like and I don't think there's anything wrong with taking any pain relievers but I don't take as as many pain relievers during my period Mm -hmm. because I just want to be very present and feel and you know years ago before I understood what I understood now I didn't know why I'm like why do I not I mean why do I want to be uncomfortable supposedly right you know, but there's so much knowledge to that you receive when you're bleeding. And I like to say when you're bleeding. I like to not, like, step around it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: because it's, we have to make it real because it's a real part of our lives.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, but I definitely, I mean, always, though, I've always had this, my attraction power is so strong. When my period is on,
0: mm. um,
1: whenever I have a, a partner, lover, whatever in my life, like, I swear to God, as soon as my period comes on, they're just like, you look so beautiful. Like, what? And I'm like, what? I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. When I worked in sales, whenever it was on. Boom. Oh. So, and I, I started putting it together. I'm like, there is something very magical happening here.
0: Most Amazing. Times, yeah. I love that. And I love how our stories are so different. Um, so I'll, I'll share mine in a minute, but I'm sure as the listeners are listening too, they'll have lots of different, like some will resonate totally with how you feel. Some will resonate with how I feel and some will be somewhere in between, which is the point of all of this really, is just to hold space for your unique experience and to really honor that. Um, so for and me
1: with it just i'm sorry to interrupt but no please this how there is it's like this secret bond like you know maybe when you first start a job or something and you can you always feel comfortable enough in that moment like say you need a tampon or pad or something to ask a woman and she's totally like oh yeah yeah you need me to go get something for you like it you know um this bond is very deep It's very spiritual we're so all connected in this. It's like a secret, amazing society yes. <laughs> support, you know? Because think about it. If a stranger in the, you're just, maybe at the movies and a stranger comes up to you and they're like, oh my God, do you have a pad or whatever? Mm-hmm. you have it, you're like, oh, here you go. Like, yes. You know? Yeah, so, I do. It's amazing. Like we all have these different stories, but it all bonds us together.
0: Completely. Yes, thank you for taking the space to share that because I think that's so beautiful. I love thinking about it that way. Connecting us all.
1: Yes, so your story is different than mine.
0: It is. Um, Mine started when, so my cycle started when I was 14. I was at track practice. (laughs) It was, I remember it being like my mom had prepared me a little bit saying, you know, it'll probably be coming sometime soon and here's how it it has been for us and our family. My family traditionally historically has pretty heavy, painful periods. Oh, there's a lot of like fibroids going on, a lot of endometriosis going on in the family line. Um, And I do remember it being not extremely heavy, but very painful right from the get go. Um, And it's still a little scary Um, to just see this blood coming out of me. It felt, um, I tend to have a personality style that likes control and it felt completely out of my control. Like it was just going to come no matter what I did about it. And at that time too, my body began to change. So I began to become a little bit fuller and softer. And um, I remember like my stomach getting softer, my thighs getting bigger and I was actually afraid of that too. That also felt like out of control. And I think that, along with some other things, triggered me to like resist that part of me, the softness, the feminine part of me. Um, I resisted it hard for many years. I as soon as my body started to shift in this way, that's when I began to like pay attention to how much I was eating and tried to eat less. And I started running every day and um, tried to stay as small as possible. And not just physically, but I tried to stay small in how I was showing up in the world. Like I yeah. didn't want to take up space. I didn't want to be seen. But there was a deeper part of me that really, really did. So those two were at odds for a really long time. And with the heavy periods, my Doctor I I approached my doctor, but I went on birth control when I was I think 18 I want to say 18 wow. is when I started taking hormonal birth control So I added that to the mix um, for eight years. I was on it consistently and didn't know anything about it, didn't know you know, that I was putting synthetic hormones in my body, didn't know that when I bled every month, that was actually just a withdrawal bleed from the synthetic hormones. It's not a real period. Didn't know that my body completely stopped producing progesterone if it had ever been at that point. So that was a lot to take in when I stopped using it and didn't get a period for a year. Um, and I would say that like in the last few years, I've really committed to a holistic healing journey, and that included leaving my corporate job, which was very masculine in its pace. it was very fast pace go do more um, and that 's when I became an IIN health coach as well. And I finished my yoga teacher training and started teaching yoga and started doing things that felt more nurturing and feminine and soft. I started working with alternative care practitioners like naturopathic doctors and acupuncturists to work on getting my period back. And really for the first time in my life to just check in on the state of my, my whole being. So I had at that point, like gut imbalances and hormone imbalances big time and severe adrenal exhaustion. So my body was just kind of at like full on burnout mode. Um, And so along the way of healing my own body, I've become really passionate about health advocacy and educating, providing education and information so that women and men feel comfortable approaching their practitioners with questions about these things and realizing that they have more than one option. Like if you have painful periods, your only option isn't to go on a hormonal birth control pill. There's many, a whole wide variety of things that you can do. Yeah. From like very minimally invasive to extremely invasive and it's your body and your right to choose anywhere along that spectrum. But That's one of the reasons why I started this podcast, the Empowered Practice Podcast, because that is really my mission with this, is for people to develop their own empowered practice, their own empowered healthcare practice. And in the last couple of years, I've noticed this energy coming in that I'm really drawn to, and that is embracing the divine feminine or embracing the feminine energy within all of us, because I would say right now in our society, we're highly or hyper-masculinized, the energy is like hustle the grind, go out and grab what you want and push and force and make it happen. So we're not, I feel like there's a connection between that societally and this epidemic that we're seeing of women with hormone imbalances. Yes,
1: yes.
0: Because we're not, we don't feel safe to be in our feminine. It doesn't feel like it meets the status quo. So we just put on the masculine energy and go. So that's become a really important part of how I show up for women as well and what I do.
1: I think wow, like what an amazing point to say about like how everything in our day to day life is so masculine, so yeah. much, and it's so severe that it's impacting all of us, yeah in in a negative way. We need some balance
0: absolutely
1: how many women are like secretly suffering with
0: mm-hmm. their
1: menstrual cycle
0: completely wow, completely
1: and, you know it's like and it sneaks up in different ways. The um the over masculine energy in our day to day life, yeah. Like you think you're like being so called feminine by like I don't know maybe washing your face or something, but right. like, you're probably like making this list in your head like <laughs> you know what I mean It's like totally yes. out the nurturing energy of self care. Like it's just for real. Yeah. Great point. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's like seems to be all about like automating and efficiency and linearity. Like every day should look the same. Every day should come like we should have the same energy every day, and that just is not going to happen for us as women. Like physiologically, our energy is going to shift throughout the cycle, and it can be an amazing gift and power, like you were saying, right? Uh, if we learn that it's okay to feel those things, if we learn how to pay attention to that and be with that, and if we feel safe to actually embody that.
1: It takes time. Yeah. You know? It takes time, but work with it. Yeah. On, on a regular daily basis, just work with it. You know, um, two weeks ago I was at the end of my menstrual cycle and I was exhausted. I was so tired. Remember we talked. I couldn't yes. even, like, put my thoughts together. I couldn't do anything. I left my house a mess for vacation <sighs> but (laughs) I'm I'm coming out of my inner spring and going into my inner summer and like I was able to like deep clean my home today and you know really get through stuff and I just thought you know you just have to think about just it's just take the time to step back and honor where you're at and your life will get better it gets better when you do that for sure
0: Absolutely. It's just a different way. It's not a better or worse way than, you know, a more masculine way of showing up. It's just different and it offers different gifts and it may offer some healing benefits or healing opportunities along the way. Because we are opposite. Our cycles are so I'm going into the menstrual phase of my cycle right now so I can totally relate to what you were saying two weeks ago when you were saying I feel like spacey and just kind of in this like floaty feeling zone that's where I'm at today <laughs> perfect match Good yeah.
1: that we have here yeah
0: yeah yeah and also I did a lot of travel in the last two months and my body is pretty sensitive to travel So I'm noticing that my cycle is a little bit, it's coming a little bit later. And just having the information available to me to know that all of that is normal. I just used to have so much fear around all of it. And now I'm like, oh, it's okay. You know, I just need to do a lot of grounding, earthing, nurturing, and it's fine.
1: (laughs) My uh, my cycle was getting a little different. It was just changing a little bit. And it was kind of late in my cycle. It's like, yeah. She is the most regular little person, ever. <laughs> okay? Like, and she's off, something's off. Yeah, and then I realized that I needed some naps, and I'm not even playing like a day of just laying in the bed all day, and my period came off the next. There day. you go. <laughs> like <laughs> for real? Yeah, like just <laughs> my my uterus and my other organs are just like, baby, please sit down.
0: <laughs> yes. Like, yeah,
1: my love, just rest,
0: <laughs> please. Right? And I can totally relate to that, and that's how it feels energetically in my body right now. Like, all the travel left my energy up here in my head, and yeah. it needs to travel back down like, down into my uterus, down into my ovaries, down into my pelvis, down into the earth, and then it'll come. Mm.
1: Yeah. I felt that. Oh, my energy come mm. with yeah. you. good, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, should we go over the phases of the cycle?
1: Yeah. Let's let's educate. Let's let do it. So many women know all the great things going on.
0: Right? Yeah. I agree. I for me for a very long time, I just thought there was a week of bleeding and then back to normal. Like the other three weeks, I should be the exact same. But I never felt that way. Yeah. I I never really and
1: it's just in the last like year or two did I really learn I understood about the bleeding and I understood about ovulation because I could feel the difference within myself Mm -hmm. and of course like with my discharge and stuff but the time in between those two I just really had no knowledge and I really felt like I was ignoring it because I wanted to ignore myself that was really what it was
0: yeah completely
1: I only wanted to either feel super powerful in spirit or super powerful in the physical. But Mm -hmm. to get to those places, you have to acknowledge the in-between.
0: Completely. Yeah. I
1: just wasn't acknowledging it at all. Just kind of like, well, just, just get through it you'll be okay. Right.
0: Yeah. And I feel that way too. Like ovulation and menstruation are kind of like anchor points, like a high and a low. And the two, the other two are almost like transition phases. And so they're not quite as clear. They're a little more nebulous and that can be uncomfortable to sit in. Right. And it's
1: yeah. like, well, I don't even, you know, in those phases, you, you're feeling one way and then you're feeling another. Yeah. Like Yeah. Beginning of your cycle, look, I'm tired. You know you're tired. You're out Oh, I feel awesome. The other stuff, you're like, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For real. (laughs) For real. Okay, so let's break it down. So I'll just briefly go over what's going on physically. And in future episodes coming, you all, we're going to do deep dives into each of these phases. So today is just like a brief overview just to give you an idea of what we're talking about when we say there's different phases to the cycle. So the first part of our cycle is actually menstruation. Um, Some people chart it differently, but we usually start there as phase one. And it can last anywhere from, you know, three to seven days-ish. Some people a little bit longer, sometimes a little shorter. just depends on the person. And that's the actual – that's the bleeding phase of our cycle. So one thing that I learned recently is – if you are having like brown spotting or discharge before you bleed, that's actually not counted as part of your cycle. Your cycle starts on the day that you fully uh, bleed. That, that last part is a, the part of your um, luteal phase. It's like that, the closing of your your previous phase, we'll say. Um, and there can be a lot of reasons for that. You know, um, Something I'm interested in right now learning about myself is my pelvis is actually tilted a little bit back, and so that can kind of – block. Yeah, yeah. It's actually really common. And so that can actually block some of the blood from getting through. So it kind of gets backed up and then it might come out as that brownish discharge at the end of your luteal phase before you start bleeding. So just that it's possible (laughs) something to think about, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And so menstrually, like what's going on hormonally there is our hormones are at at a low when we're bleeding. So we feel pretty tired, but also inward connected, right? And um, then our hormones start to rise on around day three of our menstruation. Um, preparing again to for a pregnancy, honestly, is what our body is always <laughs> working on cyclically. So that's the follicular phase. And the follicular phase can also last around seven days, but it can last up to 10 days too. Um, And honestly, it can go up to 21 days. So it can be long. The follicular phase can be long. And when we first start menstruating in adolescence, it can be up to, I think, like 30 some days. It's a little bit longer. So your cycle in general can be a bit longer when you first start menstruating. It might be like 42 days instead of 28. It's kind of long.
1: (laughs) It's super long. When I learned that, I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. because I feel like I have so many periods now that I'm older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was just, I looked at it, I was like, ooh, how long, I mean, very long cycle when you're younger. Like, for real.
0: Like,
1: a long time, but...
0: It is. Oh. <laughs> I know. Kind of nice for a little bit, but, you know, adjusting to the hormones and being sensitive to estrogen isn't so funny either, so... <laughs>
1: Oh no, I actually have a um a niece who is how oh, she's 13 mm-hmm. and we had some cousins come over who are young too and they were all together and every you know everyone synced up and they were all in their period holy yeah. mo. <laughs> their pheromones were so strong my sister and I I just turned 30 and my sister's 38 we looked at each other like what is going on like we <laughs> we were nauseated our back was hurting we were like it was totally not time for us to bleed yeah and I'm, I asked the girls I'm like are your period time and they were like yeah I'm like trust me <laughs> I know okay so, and, the, the youth cycle is strong
0: it is strong <laughs> it is strong, their energy in general is strong, and that 's interesting because they 're in like their spring phase of life, so that's yeah, that 's interesting that it 's stronger there you know <laughs> yeah, so then that 's when like FSH starts to in- get a bit higher in our follicular phase that 's follicle stimulating hormone, and the eggs start to mature in the ovary, getting ready again to like release an egg. Um, And then the next cycle is ovulate or the next phase of our cycle is ovulation, which Tony and I were talking about is kind of the peak. Um, And that lasts about three to five days and FSH keeps rising, but then luteinizing hormone starts to rise as well. Um, And that stimulates a follicle to release an egg. If you actually ovulate, it's possible to have a cycle where you don't ovulate and you bleed and it's kind of like follicular phase, bleed follicular phase again. So Um, there's different ways to track if you're ovulating and we can talk about that in future episodes as well. Um, estrogen starts to rise even more during this time, thickening your uterine lining. And then after we ovulate, well, testosterone, there's a surge there too. And that's when we feel like that sexual energy drive. And then it comes down right before we ovulate, um, And then we go into the luteal phase of our cycle. And to me, like this recently has been the biggest shift for me that I'm like super jacked about the luteal phase. And this is like often termed the PMS phase. So it's not a phase people usually are super excited about. But to me, like what's happening in the body is unbelievable. So if the follicle did make it, you know, if the egg did come out of it and we have this leftover material from where the follicle burst, that becomes a temporary endocrine gland that secretes progesterone. And that's the only way that our body makes progesterone. And it does that every single cycle. Like within hours, we produce this endocrine gland that's making progesterone, which is unbelievable to me. Like how powerful.
1: Right? So much magic.
0: Right. Like how is this possible that this is even happening? (laughs)
1: And to have all of these, um, the symbols and the signs letting us know what's happening. Yes. Which is even, you know, it's just like, it's so exhilarating. It's so invigorating. That is the word, really, to mm. know that. Yes. Your body is doing all of this magic on its own for you. And
0: yes. You
1: can sit back and enjoy it.
0: Yes. If we can start to do that, like just yeah. surrender a little bit, drop in a little bit, and just begin to feel without analyzing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the luteal phase lasts about 10 to 14 days. And then it's all about the corpus luteum, which is that endocrine gra- gland I was talking about that's made out of the follicle. Um, and so when that disintegrates, that's when we bleed. And the cycle starts again. We start a new cycle. Um, So that's just a brief overview of what's going on physiologically, but um, Tony will let us know what's going on, like, energetically during all of those phases.
1: So, which is the part that I think we all get a little scared of is because we go through all these emotions and we're flowing And we're taught that it's wrong to go through so many emotions Mm -hmm. um, that we're just supposed to be, you know, happy, responsible, um, polite, you know, those things. But within the cycle, you feel so many different ways. I love how the cycles also align with the seasons of the year. And Mm -hmm. it's an easy way to keep up with your cycle and explain it to someone Um, So the beginning of the cycle, when we're bleeding, it's our inner winter. And I know sometimes we can associate winter with sadness. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe if you're someone who enjoys snow, (laughs) or maybe a Northeasterner, or (laughs) some type of way where you've experienced the pleasures of winter, winter you get to come inside. You know, you get to find a warm spot. You get to cuddle a little bit longer with the ones you love. Um, Do more of the things that just make you feel warm inside. And that's what this time is about. It's just time for you to reflect and relax
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: to open yourself up to yourself which I think is really important and why a lot of the times our energy feels off during our period because we're still trying to take in energy from everywhere outside of us.
0: Yeah.
1: And during this time it's time for us to just open to our own energy and Mm -hmm. set boundaries with your world. I personally feel that every woman is at her spiritual peak, when she is bleeding um it is is such a symbol and sign of how powerful you are like you don't have to tell your body to do this Mm -hmm. but it does it. you know that's how amazing you are you're like going through all this stuff in life and maybe you're stressed or you know so much Mm -hmm. happening but look at it look at your body look at your body showing you that you can do this Um, So in a time to do self-care, oh, yes, and to really learn about yourself as -hmm. you're inside of yourself, you know, instead of, because a lot of times we run into, oh, well, your period's on, maybe you want to eat ice cream. Um, Nothing's wrong with that. But some of us are different. Yeah. And I know a lot, and it's so hard with the period and what we're given. We just, we're all fed the same thing, Mm -hmm. but we're all so different. Yes. So it's a time to not only reflect on what you've learned or what you want to do, but also what truly makes you happy. Um, Why that's so important is for our next part. When we're building up, you know, our energy's coming back. Uh, is a good time to start opening back up Mm -hmm. to the world, letting energies in, new or old, whatever is still serving you. And the great thing is that if you've taken time to reflect during your inner winter, you're more prepared to receive more joy in your spring. Like Mm -hmm. you have already set boundaries within yourself. So it's so easy to set these boundaries during your spring. Mm. Um, and just a tidbit spring, inner spring is a great time to be social
0: mm-hmm.
1: awesome time to do presentations um, anything where you have to go out and connect with others um, not only will you feel better but chemically wise you know you're starting to look a little bit more radiant <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: more people are just going to naturally be more attracted to you and listen to you and what you have to say um i personally really enjoy inner spring mm. i feel so childlike um i'm going through my inner spring right now so just mm. it's just so lovely it's so for me. It's easier to be mindful, to take my time more with things, to laugh a little bit more, to tickle my son a little bit more, <laughs> uh, watch a fun movie. You know, inner spring is about I'm feeling like just a a beautiful maiden somewhere enjoying mm-hmm. herself. You know, um, and then we have uh, inner summer, the peak mm-hmm. ovulation. This is. This is, you know, schedule an interview if you can. You know, have an awesome new date. Try something new with your friends. Have a great gathering at your home. Um, But also what's beautiful about this time is if you are not getting pregnant at that time, you are still releasing and birthing something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you will still, if you're ovulating, you will still release that egg. Mm -hmm. And so you're also releasing whatever was planted in your reflective time in inner winter, Mm -hmm. you know, you get to really see the fruits of your labor at this time. So practically all those affirmations you wrote (laughs) during your period, you should, you know, you should see some of the fruit from that summer. Um, What I love about Inner Summer is that deep, sensual, feminine energy that arises so smoothly Mm. out of a woman during this time. You know, it's everything we think of when we just think of a luscious, luxurious, abundant woman. You know, like she walks in the room, her hips just have this sway we don't know. <laughs> she flips her hair perfectly. And she's bald, right? She so doesn't even yeah. <laughs> in some kind of way, the whole room, men, women and children, animals, you know, everyone's just like, Woo. Yeah. What's wrong with this woman? And and you know, and it doesn't. The thing is, it's not about fitting into uh beauty standards. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about fitting into anyone's box because ovulation is so cosmic. Mm -hmm. It's just so amazing. You can look like a dumpster (laughs) (laughs) and people are still, they're going to turn their head because you're kind of like a dumpster, but you know (laughs) what you're going to think next? Wow, but she looks good. (laughs) (laughs) like I've never seen a woman look so deliciously dumpster yes a <laughs> great right way to apply it like in your inner life in your inner world you know mm-hmm. if there's anything that you really had a hard time either discussing or doing um and, and I don't know maybe it's maybe it's bringing up something to a friend or family member Mm -hmm. that has really been on your heart and you haven't had the right words and you've been doing the work in the other time and now is the time you can really express. Yes. Sometimes sometimes it's just admitting stuff to Mm ourselves, which I know I go through that all the time where I have to just tell myself, you're talking to yourself. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) But I've noticed that during that time, during ovulation, I have a, a lot of courage Mm -hmm. um really look stuff head on yeah um and so after that we start to come back down again and we're in our inner fall Mm -hmm. which is a time for us just to slow down and to of course get back to our self-care um but also it's a great creative time Mm -hmm. it really is a great time to be creative um, and another thing that I love is something I learned, it makes so much sense. Anything that comes up during this time that is just really getting on your nerves, mm-hmm. like, ugh, why can I not deal with this? I don't understand. It's something that you need to address in yes. your next. So, whether it be you keep walking into your room and you're like, I need to get a new closet organizer. Whatever it is, we all have that thing that doesn't seem that big of a deal yeah. until we're in inner fall and we're yep. like, "I'm tired of seeing this. This is yes. something you need to address. This is spirit universe, your inner womb, whoever or whatever you want to believe in. Letting you know that this is a block in your life, mm-hmm. and if you want to complete your destiny, you need to take care of this." yes that's how it is and sometimes it's silly stuff like sometimes it really is I need to just hang my clothes up right or I need to organize my garage
0: Mm -hmm. but
1: I'll learn you know it's the little things that build up our life you know maybe maybe make space in your garage because you're finally going to attract that new car you've been wanting yes you know that's how it works so listen to your cycle it's telling you everything that you need to know
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you for saying that because I think so much, like, so much of the dialogue out there, like the pop culture dialogue around menstruation, like you were saying, is like, oh, they're PMSing, they're crazy, or, you know, oh, they're on their period, can't listen to anything they're saying, they're just so emotional. And actually, that's when we're most tapped into our intuition, we're most tapped into the things that we've been pushing aside or shoving down or ignoring. So the things that are coming up, especially if they keep coming up every single cycle, you need to pay attention to them. yes,
1: yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? As when I was growing up or um, or even in my adult life, I was really traumatized by mm. being shamed about my period is on. Yeah. You know, I just, and especially since my natural feeling was that it was a good part of my life, mm-hmm. to, for you to shame me about it, it really hurt me. It really yeah. did. You know, like, oh, your period must be on what's wrong with me having a period you know like Mm -hmm. I can't change that about myself and I actually like that about myself
0: yes
1: Um, or even and I try I I mean I'm human so we all judge at times and but I try really hard not to judge women who talk negative about their period but it still hurts my feelings when I hear it like like someone just kind of stabbed me a little bit when they're like Um, My sister has this thing. She's like, oh, the disease is on. Or if we think of, she's like, oh, you gave me the disease. I'm like, it's not a disease. It's
0: it's who we are. It's our natural
1: body. So you're telling me we're just naturally diseased?
0: Right. (laughs) I know. And it did not used to be that way at all. Like when we look back to like ancient tribal cultures, they knew that women were so powerful at this time. That that was why they sent them to tents together, because that was like a time for them to intention in what they wanted to bring in, what they wanted to create. And they knew that their like intuitive power, their period juju was so strong that it could throw off the collective, like it could influence anyone around them. So they respected it. They weren't like, it wasn't out of disgust. It wasn't out of shame. They were like, wow, that's powerful. Do something with it.
1: I mean, it's kind of. I mean, and when you sit back and think about it, you know, we're in it, we're feeling it. But if you just kind of put yourself out of it, if I didn't have a period, if I was a man, even if mm-hmm. I was, a, you know, some type of male animal, like that's kind of amazing to witness. Like, man, so every month you do this, right? Wow,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like, <Yeah>. oh, wow. <laughs> no, like, oh my gosh, like,
0: right. Hey.
1: It's just so amazing.
0: And hopefully that's where we can go. I think first, Mm -hmm. women who are menstruating have to get comfortable with the fact that they're menstruating and bleeding and being able to say that. But we're not super encouraged to do that yet. Like even we were talking about in our conversation a couple of weeks ago, like commercials about periods, they don't even use like any, they don't even use red food diets, blue. Like we can't, Mm. (laughs) that's how (laughs) avoidant we are of the topic.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, and they have they they show women like in white pants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, extremely active. Which right. I mean, if you can, you can. But right. to me, it's sending a message that oh, your period's on, you still have to be active.
0: You completely
1: still have to do stuff.
0: You, you know? should be, or there's something wrong with you
1: right like yeah. why aren't you doing that or yeah. you're wearing tight white pants Your period's time. well guess what you still have to worry about if you're looking good for other people or not yes you know what I mean like yes. when in this and in, in, nothing against a woman that's doing that but I know me I'm just trying to talk to myself okay yeah <laughs> like, yep. and I, there's one I don't know if you saw it but it's like it's a tampon commercial and they're in the ocean and someone its like they're showing different brands and one of them is um one of them gets attacked by a shark and they're basically saying that like, right oh and like that you know one tampon was leaking whatever and i'm just like this is horrific like yes because subconsciously you're you're telling women that their period is dangerous.
0: hmm
1: You know, they don't, I mean, it's just weird to me. Like, why? it's funny. I get it. Right, right. But,
0: but enough with making light of topics just because we're uncomfortable. We do it all the time. Right? Like. Can we just face it? Can we just have the conversation? It might be a little awkward and fumbly at first, but we'll get there. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Cause guess what we're all going through it we're doing exactly
0: it. yes i read this somewhere and it just was like bam for me it was like women's reproductive health is not a niche topic it's general health for 50 percent of the population hello yeah we're <laughs> all just
1: sitting here like is anyone gonna tell us <laughs> right <laughs> or is anyone gonna listen to us right. about it you know what i mean So, uh, oh, the magical menstrual cycle. Yes. Magical things. things.
0: Absolutely. So should we give everyone some homework and a mantra for the week?
1: Yes, yes. So there is, and we spoke a little bit about it, about this way that all of our wombs are connected. Mm
0: -hmm. There
1: is. The system that is working with us and around us, within us, a system that created us and a system we use to create, whether it be physical or spiritual. And I believe in my heart and in my womb that there are ways that our wombs speak to each other. There are ways that our hearts speak to each other. And I believe our wombs speak in the same way to each other. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you encounter certain women, you just feel your whole self melt. And you're like, well, I don't even understand why I love her so much already. Yeah. But I believe that is that, that very special part in your womb. And that's what gave me the idea for our, the mantra for this week, which is the power in me. Sees the power in you, but now that we're here talking about, it, I want to change that a little bit. The power in me feels the power mm-hmm. in you. That's where it's at. And I love that. Even though we have been taught to be afraid of our wounds, mm-hmm. what's so amazing is that this system where we're all connected is healing us. Mm-hmm. So JD's womb is healing my womb. You know. And my womb heals her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And now ours are coming together to heal as many other wombs as we can. Yeah. And then we keep going. It's, it's just so special. So special. um, So special. Yeah. My homework assignment is to write a letter to your period. Mm. Write a letter to your period and you know what don't no judgment don't judge yourself i know it's really easy to judge ourselves yeah <laughs> on it okay because you know what maybe you're angry Hmm. maybe maybe you don't understand why she isn't coming why mm-hmm. don't you see her or why are you so heavy
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? um but just write a letter start to communicate With the systems in your body and start communicating with your body
0: yeah we're doing it anyway all the time with our thoughts so might as well harness that (laughs) yes yeah beautiful my homework i'm just going to add a little bit on and that would be to explore some period tracker apps and start to follow your cycle so you can start to get familiar with the different phases and where you're at and what that feels like in your body and start to Connect to your own inner rhythm. Uh, the one that I love is the MyFlow app. Yes. That's my favorite, but there's many of them out there. So explore mm-hmm. them, find one that you love, and start using it.
1: Yeah, and make sure in the app to uh, put your notes in yeah. about how you're feeling, um, whether it be physical symptoms or emotional symptoms, um, whatever's going on. And it doesn't have to be a big deal. It could be wor- one word things. Yep loaded, sad, happy, excited, you know, whatever it is. But really start to just witness yes. your cycle more.
0: I love that. Okay. Oh, I feel so good about this opening episode. I feel like there was so much juice and magic in it and it's just the beginning. Yes. <laughs> So we will see you guys next week for an episode where we begin to dive into each of these phases a bit deeper. And Until then, deep, deep love. So that's the end of this episode. I hope that you enjoyed all the information and the conversations and reflections that we shared as much as I have. And if you'd like to connect with me and learn a little bit more about my own journey and the offerings that I share, please visit jdingleswellness.com. And you can also connect with me on Instagram. And if you feel moved to and this show was really aligned for you, please go ahead and rate it on iTunes. I would greatly appreciate that. And I look forward to connecting with you again. Bye for now.